on this day. Amen. We thank God for all of our visitors here today. Amen. Come on, my love. Give God a praise. Amen. Amen. We thank God. Amen. We are grateful. Amen. To be among the land of the living. We thank God for life, health, and strength. Amen. Amen. For blessing us, enabling us to see another day. For God is good. And all the time. Amen. You can never say that enough. Always remember that God is good. When you're going through on hard times, God is good. Amen. When it seems like you can't pay your bills, guess what? Amen. Come on, answer me back now. When it looked like you don't have the car note money. That's it. That's it. God is good. All the time, God is good. Amen. We got to always remember that. There's never a time in your life that God is not good. God is good all the time. Amen. And we have to remember that and keep that to ourselves. Amen. At all times. Amen. We thank God for bringing our pastor and our sister Jasmine back safe from St. Louis, Missouri. Amen. 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 These bold, unfearful women went down to St. Louis. Amen. To be with Joyce Myers. And we thank God for that. Amen. Just listening to them talk and hearing them sounds like they really enjoyed themselves in the Lord. Amen. And what better way to enjoy yourself than to enjoy yourself in the Lord. Amen. And we thank God for our new addition here today. Amen. Amen. We thank God. We just got another tithing member and we bless God for him. Amen. Lift up that beautiful boy. Amen. God bless him. Amen. Amen. We thank God for his father and his mother, Brother Leo and Sister Golden. Amen. Doing a wonderful job. Handsome young fella. Amen. Good to see him in the house of the Lord our first time seeing him. It's a joy. It's a joy. Amen. How many know that children are a blessing from the Lord? Amen. They are the blessing from the Lord. They are the fruit of our womb, and we thank God for that. Amen. It's a wonderful thing. Even more wonderful when you see your seed having seed. Amen. As to see my daughter bring forth my first grandson. Amen. What a wonderful, wonderful, glorious experience. Saints, open up your Bibles with me to Mark, the seventh chapter. Thank God for the word. Amen. Thank God for the word. Amen. We're still on our title. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Amen. No matter what we do, it's all about Jesus. Amen. While we're thinking, it should be about Jesus. While we're talking, it should be about Jesus. Is he saying that I should talk about Bishop? I mean, um, is Bishop saying I should talk about Jesus 24-7? If you can, that would be good. Amen. But always remember, in whatever you do, it's to glorify him. It's to give him praise. It's to lift up his name in all that you do. You might do something as simple as someone curses at you and you don't curse back at them. Amen. That's giving God glory. Amen. It can be as simple as somebody says something mean to you, but you don't say the same thing mean back to them. That's giving God glory. It's all about Jesus. Amen. Our thought for today, faith cometh by hearing. Again, faith cometh by hearing. 
Amen. Always keep that in mind. Faith cometh by hearing. And we know that hearing cometh by what? The word of God. You cannot hear unless you are hearing the word of God. The word of God teaches us how to live. The word of God teaches us how to be. Amen. Teaches us about family and marriage. This is all that the word of God teaches us. It teaches us how to live. Amen. How not to be attitudinal. How not to be moody. We get this all in the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing. The only thing that causes faith to grow is hearing the word of God. The only way your faith can be greater is by hearing God's word. And when you hear it, apply it to your life. And you will be able to walk by faith. For we walk by faith, not by sight. This is what we walk by. We walk by faith. For the Bible tells us some very interesting things about faith. Listen what else the Bible says. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. In other words, those of us that have been justified by the blood of Jesus Christ, we shall live by faith. It's the only thing we can live by. We can't live by anything else. The just shall live by faith. Our challenge for today, to speak the word. Again, to speak the word. Amen. Don't say what you want to say. Speak the word. That is our challenge. Let us speak the word. You know, all of us are tempted from the pulpit to the door to say what we want. <laughs> Man, ain't it the truth? And sometimes when that mouth gets to going, there ain't no stopping it. But what if we speak the word? We could see God move. I declare unto you today that miracles can happen. If we speak the word, I'm telling you today that healing will take place. Deliverance will take place if we speak the word of God rather than saying what we want to say. Speak God's word. Amen. A lot of times we're going through trouble and only by us speaking, we make things worse because nothing we're saying is according to God's word. So what do we start doing? We start speaking out of our feelings. How many know what we're saying here today? We've been talking about emotions for the past couple of weeks, right? Speaking out of your feelings, speaking out of your emotions, that's not going to help you. That's going to make you cry. That's going to make you get more angry. That's going to make you get more upset. It will even perplex you more. But if you start speaking the word, you'll see God move in your life. If you start speaking the word, you'll see things start to happen around you. Because this is what we need to do. We need to speak the word. Amen. Look around, tell your neighbor, we need to speak the word. Oh, come on, tell the person on the other side of you, we need to speak the word. We need to speak the word. Amen. Because without speaking the word, we can get nothing done. But if you're going to get anything done, you got to speak the word. You have to. It's a must. You have to speak the word because without the word you won't be able to make it the word the word will bring you out because the word is powerful the word is sharp the word of God is alive come on say it with me the word of God is alive the word of God is 
The Word of God is alive. But how can we do anything with it except we first hear what God has to say? We need to hear the Word of the living God. And it will bless us. It will strengthen us. It will keep us as long as we speak God's Word by faith. Finally, your topic. We must look up. We must look up. Listen to Psalms 121 and 1. Listen to what it says. The psalm writer says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. Listen, my help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Again, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. As I begin to look and go into the word of God and see different things that God would have me to say. And this one thing the Lord put in my heart that stood out to me more than anything. Here. Hear our hearing. We need to hear. Because a lot of times we are depending on seeing and we need to hear. And what we hear from the word, listen saints, we need to speak. We need to speak in our life. We need to speak it in our atmosphere. We need to speak it in our home. For 6,000 years, the word of God has been known to the earth. And nothing helps man more than the word of the living God. Oh, I know we have many atheists in the world. I know we have many agnostics, many heathens that don't believe in the word of God. But I come to tell you that the word of God is alive and it works. That God is true. He is who he say he is because the Bible let us know that in the beginning, God. He's always existed. He's always been. And without him, there would be no us. So we must learn how to hear. And a lot of times, we don't want to hear. Especially if someone's telling us the truth. Tell me lies, but don't tell me the truth. Tell me all the good things about myself, but don't tell me where I can be better. Don't tell me what I'm doing wrong or what I need to change. Just tell me all the good stuff. How many know that in order for all things to work together, we have to be able to deal with everything in our lives. We have to accept the good, we have to accept the bad. How many know that sometimes we gotta accept what's unacceptable? I got, oh man, come on now. The unacceptable? What is unacceptable? What I don't want to receive? What I don't, what I feel I don't need? You're telling me to accept something that's unacceptable to me? For instance, you're telling me to be kind to somebody who's being unkind to me? You're telling me to love somebody who's being unloving to me? How do you want me to accomplish this? Well, you can't accomplish this unless you hear, because when you hear, you will know that this is the commandments of God, to love your enemies. 
Love your enemies. That's a very, very difficult thing to do without the Holy Spirit. To love those who hate you. Amen. To be, listen, to be nice to that husband who's always yelling at you. Ah. Or to be intimate with that spouse who's just getting on your nerve. Come on now, y'all know what I'm talking about. That can be a very difficult thing. Because sometimes, you know what? I don't want to be intimate with you. I don't want to be affectionate with you because you're mean. Because you're nasty. Because you say things that are mean to me. That's a test. But when we pass the test is when we do it not as unto our spouse, but as unto the Lord. Because you didn't just make a covenant with God, with man. You made a covenant with God. And because you made a covenant and commitment with God, you are committed to do what you need to do for your spouse. Amen? Amen. Who has a child and because the child doesn't walk, you take it and put it in the garbage? No, you don't do that. No one does that. You love him and you continue to nurture him and to be patient with him. Amen? Until which time, until which time that child begins to walk on his own. Amen? And I got news for you. A lot of times we're looking at adults, but you also, you also could be looking at adults who haven't matured yet. And some adults, let's be honest now, some adults are just childish. Sometimes they do things without thinking. Why? Because they're not hearing. Some, sometimes the hardest thing for me to do sometimes is sit back and hear my wife and be quiet. But listen what the Bible says. The Bible says in James, it says, be slow to speak. Oh boy. You know us, we ain't like that. I got something to say and I want to say it. I want Joe to listen to it and I want Joe to be quiet. See, because a lot of times we want to talk but don't want to listen. We want to talk but don't want to hear what the next person has to say. But be slow to speak. And quick to what? Hear. Quick to listen. Be quick to listen. Because who knows? You might learn something. You might learn something. You might get to understand something that you previously didn't understand. But how can you hear except you want to? I've heard people who sometimes they'll play like they're listening, but they're sitting there and while you're talking to them, they off in la-la land. They off into Jamaica. Because listen, our bodies can be there, but our mind's somewhere else. You ever spoke to somebody and they ain't heard a word you said? And then they say, can you repeat that? You'd be like, huh? <laughs> I can't even remember what I said. How you want me to repeat it? I can't remember. But a lot of times, it's because we don't want to pay attention. But now listen, imagine wanting to hear and you can't. See, saints, it's, it's that, 
it's that, see, when we have everything, a lot of times we don't think about how it would be to not have it. For instance, a lot of us came here by our cars this morning, and we came here by looking and seeing the road. What if you didn't have your eyes to see? We take things for granted. You know what? In everything, give thanks. So what? You got a headache. You can see. Give God thanks. See, we only want to give God thanks when all, everything is going well. No, in everything. When you lose your job. When things are not going right. In everything, give thanks. Then take a look at the blind man who can't see. I'm going to the hospital this afternoon and it is always a life-changing experience whenever I go into a hospital or some type of institution to sit back and look at other people that don't have the liberty that I have at this time. You know what? You will know at that time just how blessed you really are. You will know at that time just how much God loves you and knows all about you. And am I saying he don't love those people? No, he, he loves those people just the same. But right now, they're going through something in their life that you're not dealing with. Give God praise. Give God praise. And thank him for it. So when we look at this story of Jesus, and Jesus was going about in his ministry, he was delivering, listen, his ministry, he was delivering his message, he was doing his ministry, he was delivering his message, and there were miracles that went forth while he went about because of the authority and the power he had. How many know there's authority and power in your mouth through Jesus Christ? Oh, say it with me. I have power through Jesus Christ. So as he went, there were many times that he met up with people that had needs. How many people got needs in here today? How many of you have any needs in here today? I don't know about you. I have some needs. I have some real needs. There are some of us in here that have some unmet needs. And we need God to give us patience and understanding on how to deal with our unmet needs. I know God knows you want to be married. God knows you want to have a house. God understands that you would like to have a better car. But can you be happy with what you have until the better comes along? Can you be happy and be content where you are until you get the blessing he has for you in the future? When Jesus is going about, he's going about and he has the power and he has the authority to heal. He has the power to deliver people from demons. He has the power to heal. He has the power to raise the dead. And he's going about, he's showing people that I have the power over the things that you have no power over. And in showing you he has the power, he's letting you know that if you believe in me, these things you can also do. You can also see miracles, but you got to believe because you got to look up. I look to the hills from with cometh my help because my help cometh from the Lord. I have got to look up. That means that my focus has got to be on God. Look around, tell your neighbor, focus. 
tell them, focus. See, a lot of times, the reason why things are not working out for us because we're focusing on the problem instead of focusing on the one who can fix it. We're focusing on the blessing and not focusing on the blesser. We have our focus all wrong. Some of us need to readjust our focus. Change the setting of our focus. You know how, I, I don't know about y'all, but it bothers me so bad. You ever turned on the radio and you're between stations? Isn't that the, uh, the most annoying thing? I'm listening for one thing and somebody else is in the middle of my, what I, my song. That's my song. I don't want to hear you. Get off my station. But you're in between stations. So you can't get clearly what you want to hear. Ah, some of us need to change stations. Some of us need to readjust our setting to be able to get what we need to hear. Listen, not what we want, what we need to hear. Amen? Say it with me, I have a need. Say, Lord, I'm ready to hear. Verse 31, Mark 7. And again, departing from the coast of Tyre and Sidon, he came unto the Sea of Galilee through the midst of the coast of Decapolis. And they bring unto him one that was deaf and had an impediment of his speech. And they beseeched him to put his hand on him. Listen to that. He had an impediment of speech and they beseeched him to put his hand on him. They wanted him to lay his hand on the man who was deaf and couldn't talk. Now, how many know that being deaf and being dumb goes hand in hand? Being deaf and being done goes hand in hand. One of the reasons why deaf people can't speak is because they don't know words. Duh, they can't hear. If they can't hear, they can't make sounds. So to make sounds becomes difficult for them because they've never heard words. Stay with me, saints. The Holy Spirit is taking us somewhere. If I don't hear good, I can't speak good. Most of the time when you take your children to the doctor and your children are not speaking well, well, the doctor will not check their tongue. He checks, well, he checks what, mother? He checks the ear. Because if they can't hear, they can't speak. In order to speak, you have to know what to say. You've got to be able to hear. Because if I don't hear, what am I saying? Do I even know what to say if I can't hear? My hearing is of the utmost importance. But a lot of times I put more focus on what I see rather than what I hear. See, like, I might get upset because Brother Nate looks to be blessed and I'm not getting anything. 
because I'm busy looking at what God is doing for him, but I'm not hearing that I'm already blessed, that I already have everything I already need, but I'm looking at what I want, and I need to hear what God says about my needs. But a lot of times, we as Christians, we become spiritually deaf to God's word. There's a problem with our natural healing, so automatically there's going to be a problem with what we're saying in our spirit because we're not hearing in our natural. Oh, boy. Woo! They brought to him a man that was deaf and had an impediment of speech, and they wanted him to lay hands upon him so that this man would hear and speak. See, anybody that can't hear, go, they will always say the wrong thing. Is anybody listening? Is this thing on? People that can't hear will always say the wrong thing. So when I'm going through something, I need to know what have I heard so that I can say the right thing in the time when I'm going through and not praise my sickness, but give God praise because he will heal me from being sick. But I can't if I don't know what I've heard. That's how, that's how people fall into problems in relationships because they're not listening. How many, watch this, watch this. How many husbands, how many husbands has heard, are you listening? Come on, you men, have you heard that? Are you listening? Have you heard, are you not listening? Why are you not listening? Come on. How many times have you heard that? You're not listening to me. Did you hear me? And you know, you know what's even worse? What's even worse when what you're doing goes wrong and your wife's just sitting there. And you just look like, I want to slap her. Because <laughs> you know if you had listened, you would not be where you are right now. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by. So I'll say what I When I say what I hear from God, I'm going to be delivered. But I got to know what I'm hearing. And I have to be ready and willing to apply what's being said. And a lot of times, men, we fall into problems because the wife is telling us right, but we're too prideful. I'm not just a president of the company. I'm also a client. Because a lot of times, she's talking, but I'm not listening. I'm not hearing, I'm not listening. But we need to stop and listen. We need to listen. Yes. 
Sometimes we just need to stop and listen. Let me say something. Sometimes we talk so silly, we just need to stop and play back what we just said. So we said, boy, that was stupid. Why did I say that? Amen? If I can't admit what I do, then why should I be, have the right to tell you what you do? Amen? Because I'm always ready to correct, but I'm not ready to receive correct. Always ready to correct, but not ready to receive correction. Because just as much as I stand to correct, I need to know that when I'm wrong, I need to receive it with just as much love and patience as I want the person that I'm giving correction to, to receive what I'm saying. What am I hearing? What am I hearing? What am I hearing? Listen, and they... One that was deaf with an impediment of speech. Because see, I want you to understand that Jesus was in the right place. Come on, say that with me. Jesus was in the right place. place. See, a lot of times we're not in the right place to hear from God. We, We have an agenda that has nothing to do with God. We're here we're there, we're over here, we're over there. We have no certain place where we know that we're supposed to be. We don't know where God is calling us to be at this certain time. So we're just anywhere. But how many know that God has sent us for a purpose to a certain place? That's why I often tell folks, listen, I don't know, I don't know where you're going to church, but I'm going to tell you like this. When you find a church that's preaching the word, then you need to stay there. Where you can be blessed. Where are you? But are you in a place where you're not getting blessed? Then run. Get out of there. Amen? You need to go somewhere where you can be blessed, where you can be fed the word of the living God. Jesus knew his place. His agenda was always filled, but he knew where he was supposed to be. He knew it. And not only did he know it, he was there. He was there. And he knew what he was supposed to be doing at that time. He was ready to go to work. That's why, listen, where he was, they brought him a man that was deaf and had an impediment of speech. Listen what happened. And so at this place, say problem. There was a problem. The problem was there was a deaf man, a deaf person who can't hear. Listen to how detrimental being deaf is. Because now in the modern days, think about it, we have sign language and you can talk to a person that's deaf through sign language. But think about in the Bible days, this wasn't there. If a deaf person was walking out into the road and a carriage with horses were coming, He was as good as dead. You know why? He couldn't hear them. And the carriage would come by and run them over. See, I'm trying to let you know that you're living in a world that's very dangerous. You're living in a world where we have a real devil. See, you got to open up your ears to hear God in the spiritual. 
so that God can speak to you and protect you from the dangers of this world. Because if I can't hear God, I'm bound to get hit. If I can't hear God, I'm bound to get hurt. But I got to open up my ear. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying unto the churches. It's time to open up our ears and hear what God is saying to us. We're so busy with our agendas. We're so busy with all the things we have on our list. But is there time to sit down and hear God? Is there time to get into the Word of God so that God can speak to us and give us a word for right now for what's going on in our lives? Do we give God time to speak to us? Do we give God time to touch us? Do we give God time that we can spend time with Him? Or do we just go to work, come home, make dinner, sit down, watch TV, go to sleep, watching TV, wake up, go wash up, go to bed, get up, go to work. You hear what's going on? And if we're not careful, we won't give God any time to hear him. Because we're going through our daily life which is monotonous all the time, just doing the same old thing. Pastor was talking to me about that this morning, doing the same old thing without no change. And then we wonder why we don't understand what's happening. We don't understand why this is not going right. We don't know why I don't understand the trouble. Don't you know that in life you shall have tribulation? Did not Jesus said that you will have tribulation? But didn't he also say, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world? But if you never heard him say that, how would you know that even though you're going through, that your date to be delivered has already been set? How would you know that your miracle is already here if you haven't heard that my God does miracles? So, He's at the right place, and at this place, there's a problem. But never worry, Jesus is here for the problem. Come on and say it with me, Jesus is here. Come on and say it with me, Jesus is here. Now, he's seeing people's mouths move, but he can't hear what they're saying. He doesn't know what they're saying. They can't help him. Why? Because he's deaf. He's deaf. He can't hear. And in order, listen, sum it up for you. In order to be saved, he's got to hear. Faith cometh by, faith cometh by, and hearing by, how can I hear except I can? So then, listen. And he took him to the side from the multitude. How many know sometimes God's got to take you someplace else to do things with you that he can't do where you are? How many know that some of the things that we go through is to get us out of the mindset that we're in? Some things you're going through now is to force you to pray. Stop complaining and pray. 
But if you keep complaining, you're not only going to keep going through, but you might have to go through again until you get the message. The message is to pray instead of complain. Because, you know, a lot of us sometimes, let's be honest, some of us can be petty. We complain about every little thing. Come on now. How many petty people are here? You just the littlest things get on your nerve because somebody broke your schedule. Somebody didn't do what you thought should have been done. And now everything is messed up. Because we think what we want is best, not giving room for anybody else. Because by nature, we're selfish. And what I need, what I want, is more important what Nick needs right now. Because that's just who we are. He took him aside from the multitude. And this is what I love. Listen what he did. This man can't hear him. So if Jesus said, be healed, he wouldn't hear him. How many, how many getting this? See, it's, it's easy for me to stand here. Rose can't hear. Be healed. What did I say? You don't know. You're deaf. But see, when Jesus talks to him, and Jesus took him aside, he takes him to an area, and he lets him know by what he does, we're going to address a problem. I know where the problem is. I want you to know that I care about you and I've come to fix the problem. The problem is in you can't hear. So Jesus symbolically takes his fingers and puts it in his ears to let him know I'm fixing your problem. I'm giving you what you've been looking for all these years. No doubt this man was born deaf. And I'm going to tell you why. If he was not born deaf, he would have heard sounds before. And Jesus could have looked at him and said, be healed. And he would have understood it. But he did not understand sound. So whenever you spoke to him, he can't hear you. He don't know what you're saying. But Jesus put his fingers in his ears. The fingers of God, you're hearing? Do you hear? The fingers of God went right in his ears to touch where the problem was. See, God wants to address right where your problem is. He wants to fix your problem. But you have to be honest and say what the problem is. How do you expect God to fix the problem when you won't even admit, Lord, this is the problem? Lord, guess what? I got a big mouth. Lord, I need you to fix my mouth so that I can learn to be quiet. I dare you say it. Who can say it? Who's to be first? <laughs> Lord, I talk too much. 
Lord, I say too many negative things. Lord, my words are not always in line with faith. That's why we've been saying for a long time, what we need to start doing is just stop being quiet. And if you don't have anything to say, don't say it. The bishop at the church where I used to play for, he said, God bless the man that got nothing to say and he don't say it. If you don't have anything positive, then just be quiet. If you don't have something that's going to bring healing, then be quiet. If you can't bless someone by what you're saying, then don't say anything at all. But it doesn't make sense for you to start quoting a whole bunch of junk that can't help no one. Jesus put his fingers in his ears. Then after he put his fingers in his ears, there was something else he had to deal with. Listen, he put his fingers in his ears. And listen, and he spit. As the French would say, moment. He spit and touched his tongue. But see, remember, the first thing was to get his ears opened. Wow. Now see, now I wasn't there, but I believe that once Jesus touched his ears and his ears opened, the man probably said, I'm getting healed today. I don't care how I get it. I just want to be healed. So listen, whatever you got to do, Lord, Whatever it takes, Lord, do it. I don't care, Lord, how you fix it, but I know you only can fix it. Lord, fix it. Only you, God, can fix it. And he spits. And listen, and he touched his tongue. Ah, oh, but listen, here's the next part. Here's the next part. When he spit and touched his tongue, the Bible says that Jesus looked up. He looked up to the Father from whom all blessings flow, who created our mouths and our ears and our noses. He looked up to the Father because he knew that when you look to the hills somebody's not hearing somebody's not hearing I look to the hills from whence cometh my help cometh from which made my hearing is about to come back my speech is about to come back because I'm not dependent on me I'm looking up so I'm not going to look at my finances I'm going to look up. I'm not going to look at what's happening in my life. I got to look up. If you notice, whenever we get down, whenever we get discouraged, whenever we get disappointed, what's the first thing? <sighs> Ain't nothing down there. I can understand if there was some money down there and you were going to pick it up. 
But the first option in getting bad news, the head goes down. Oh, but I'm wondering if I got some Christians in here today that realize that the best things happen when you take your head from being down and you lift up your eyes to God and say, Lord, I need your help. My help comes from you. I can't handle this. I can't fix it. Lord, help. And the Bible said Jesus sighed. You may say, well, why did he sigh if he was looking to God? Because one of the best things about this man's life is he didn't have to hear your junk. (laughs) One of the best things about this man's life is that he couldn't respond to you when you said something stupid to him. But see, now with Jesus healing him, he was going to know everything you said about him, and he was going to be able to respond. Because it's like my father used to tell a joke about the man who went into the bar, and Jesus came into the bar healing people. And one man told Jesus, oh, Jesus, don't touch me. You're going to mess up my unemployment. (laughs) See, there's some people that you have to understand that don't need they don't understand how blessed they are because if I can't hear, I can't respond to you. But Jesus knew the life that this man was going into, he had never had. But still he looked up and he knew his job. And then guess what he, guess what he said? He said this word, he said, Ephratah. Listen, Ephratah, what that means, be open. And with those words, I want you to see those words penetrated his ears. Those words penetrated his mouth. Not only was he able to hear, but his mouth was able to speak. He did something he could not do before. I'm telling you that God has something he wants to do for you that you could not do before. But you must look up. If I can't look up, I can't be helped. Everybody stand. One of the major problems with our country today, I was studying and studying it and looking at it this week. They tell us to pray. But they're not telling you who to pray to. See, I want you to understand that when we pray and know when we pray, we pray to one God. One Lord, one Savior. But our country is in a predicament right now 
where it doesn't represent one God. And what's sad about it is that a lot of people are praying, but they're not being heard. Because some of them are not praying to the one true God. And that's why we are having so much trouble in our nations today. Jesus showed us that we should have the power to speak to the hurricane and watch that hurricane change course. But because we live in a nation now where there are so many different religions, so many different beliefs, so many atheists, things are just happening and they're happening all the time. But I want you to know that no matter what happens to this nation, no matter what goes on in the world, because there is a World War III coming, do not fear. There is a war coming. But I want you to look up and know that God will keep you and your life belongs to him. Now, right before we leave, is there anybody who needs prayer to be encouraged to look up? If you need prayer, don't be ashamed. You can come right down. We can pray and touch and agree with you. Maybe you haven't been hearing the right thing and you've been saying the wrong things. Let us pray with you so that you'll know and God will teach you the right things to say. Because the choice of your words will decide on the interview whether or not you get the job. The interviewer is looking at what you're about to say. Your answer is of the utmost importance. But the question is, what are you saying? What's coming out of your mouth? And a lot of times, if we be, if we be honest, saints of God, we're not saying the right thing. We're saying whatever comes to our mind. We're speaking out of our feelings. We're speaking out of our emotions. Many of us are talking out of hurt because we've been hurt by others so much. But I want you to know that God has a word just for you. And that word for you was look up. So he can give you what he wants you to say rather than you saying what you want to say. The time has come for your tongue to say the right thing. The time has come for your ears to hear the word of the living God. I'm going to touch and agree with you today. And from this day forward, we're going to believe God for you to say all the right things so that you can get the right results. Is that all right? Is that all right? Where's my wife? Amen. Where's she at? All right. Those who are in the pews right now, I want you to lift up your hands and begin to worship. 
I want you to begin to worship right now where you are. I want you to begin to worship right now where you are and begin to speak to the Lord right where you are standing. We're touching and agreeing and believing God this day. Come on, worship him, worship him. Worship him right where you are. Just begin to worship him. Begin to bless him. Begin to give him glory and honor right where you are. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. From this day forward, you're going to hear the right thing. You're going to let the Lord speak through you today. You're going to change your very words because changing your words will change your life. Changing your words will change your life. Changing your words will change how you think and give you clarity of thought and mind. It's going to happen today. Today is the day of your deliverance. Today is the day of your healing. God is here with you today. He's going to heal. He's going to heal. He's going to deliver right now. We're going to touch and agree. We're touching and agreeing right now. We're touching and agreeing right now. Let's touch and agree. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just begin to worship him. We worship you. We worship you, oh God. We give you the glory and the honor that you deserve. We worship you in spirit and in truth. We believe you, oh God, because you have never failed us. You are always with us, God. And we thank you, Lord, for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you, oh God, because you are all that we need. We bless you, oh God. You are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the one and the only. You are, oh God, our healer. You are, hallelujah, the righteous God, the kings of kings and the lords of lords. And there is nothing too hard for you. There is nothing too hard as we look to the hills from where our help is coming from. We know that all of our help comes from you. God, we put our trust in you. We put our hope in you. You are just and you are faithful. You look beyond our faults and you see our needs. You are always ready to heal. You are always ready to deliver. You are always ready to make us free. You are always ready, oh God, to bring us to a place with you, Father, where we, oh God, can experience your glory, where we can experience your love, Father. We want to thank you, Jesus. We want to worship you today God in spirit and in truth we thank you Lord because apart from you we are nothing and if we stood here today and worship you from the morning until night we could never worship you enough we could never praise you enough oh God but we give you our best praise we give you our best worship we honor you with all of our heart we do not lean to our own understanding 
but in all of our ways we will acknowledge you and you will direct our path our path need to be lit up oh God lit up with the light of love lit up with your holiness lit up with your righteousness you are faithful to us father even when we are not faithful to you you are just to us oh God even when we have been in justice oh God to everyone that we come in contact with we thank you father for your word is like a lamp unto our feet hallelujah directing our path we thank you for opening our ears so that we can hear so that we can hear so that we can hear oh God we need to hear from you Lord we need to hear from you if we don't hear from you God what will happen to us where would we go what would we do oh our hope is in you the only one that is able to do exceedingly to do abundantly above all that we ask oh father above all that we think oh God we thank you Lord for your faithful you are faithful Lord you are faithful you are faithful you are faithful and thank you father because you will supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory oh God we worship you we honor you father we honor you God because it's you Lord that will deliver us from all of our troubles from all of our fears from all of our worries from all of our cares from all of the things oh God that oh father keep us in bondage oh God we bless you we bless you Lord we bless you oh God we worship you oh God we worship you God in spirit and in truth hallelujah we know that this is what you seek from your people that worship you in spirit and in truth Lord hallelujah Jesus hallelujah 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 father hallelujah God we bless you we bless you hallelujah you are our kings of kings and lords of lords and our trust is in you Lord oh God our trust is in you our trust is in you all of our help comes from you God all of our help comes from you Lord all of our help comes from you father oh we bless you God we bless you Lord we bless you all of my help comes from the only one that is able to keep me from falling and to present me faultless before your very presence hallelujah God oh God we want your presence Lord we not only want your presence but we need your presence we cannot go without your presence if you do not go with us Lord what will happen to us God we will be lost we will be lost but oh God I thank you for your presence Lord that is forever with us in keeping us so we praise you Lord we praise you Lord we praise you God we worship you Lord hallelujah Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. I want you to say this with me. Let the words of my mouth. This is going to mean a whole lot more to you now. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Come on, say it again. Let the words of my mouth be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Come on and give God praise with your hands right now. Come on and give God praise with your hands. Bless him now. Bless him now. Bless him now. Bless him now. Hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. God bless you. Thank you for being here today to our visitors. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for coming. We love you all. Be blessed in the name of Jesus.